Good morning. Kind of got to dial myself down a little bit. You're bigger than I thought you were. They got me all riled up. <laughs> it's game day. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Man, you're bigger than I thought you were. I have another sermon prepared, but man, I'd love to preach on that. God is something else. Can we just clap together and rejoice in the Lord? I don't know about you, but I'm just glad to be here today. It's glad to be here with my, my church family here at the fellowship in, in Mount Juliet. For just a little while, if we'll go to Philippians, the first chapter, as we have started the series, our series on the book of Philippians. And today we're coming from chapter one, beginning at verse 18, and it concludes at verse 26. So if we'll all stand, if your health allows you to, we'll stand in reverence unto the reading of God's holy word, beginning at verse 18. What then, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always. So now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I cannot tell. For I am hard pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith, that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. Thank you, and you may be seated. And our message today is, is for your progress. A thought for today is for your progress with our golden text coming right there from verse 25. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith. 
Let us bow our heads. Dear Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, I just ask by your Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, lead and guide me through this message. Give us a word from heaven on high. Lord, we just give you honor, praise, and glory. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. As we look at our, our message here today, in our segment of scriptures, it, it ends with rejoicing, but it also starts with rejoicing. We see here that Paul is in prison under house arrest, but he still has joy. He is rejoicing. He's going through a time of tribulation. Understand that tribulation brings forth patience and patience brings forth experience and experience hope. So we see that Paul is going through it, but he's writing this letter to the church that he had established years before. He was encouraging them and but also encouraging himself. He was expressing his love for them. And as it starts out here, he's talking about that there are some who are, are preaching. Some are, are glad that Paul is in jail. They have unworthy ideals. They want to take advantage of the situation to make merchandise of people to drag Paul through the mud. But Paul doesn't care. He says, as long as the gospel is being preached, when the word goes forth, it will not come back void. So he says, what then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached whether they're pretending or whether they're being truthful from the heart, Christ is preached. And in this, I rejoice, he says, yes, and will rejoice. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. According to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, nothing I shall be disappointed. But with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. You see, it's a win-win situation to Paul. Whether he lives or whether he dies, we'll see here that it's a win-win situation. And remember, this is for their progress. This message today, these words of the gospel are for our progress in our walk of faith. Are you progressing in your walk of faith? I have to ask myself, am I progressing? Because sometimes I can get stagnant and I become stale. 
Are you progressing? But in all of this, it's a win-win situation. He says, for to me, in verse 21, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Man, you can just sit and look at that scripture and I looked at it over and over and over again. In the past, I've looked at it over and over again. You look at commentators, this one, that one. Then you have to ask yourself that question. What is Jesus telling you in that scripture? For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Paul is showing us confidence. He is showing the church at Philippi what it is to be confident in one's walk of faith. If you go back there to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter and the eighth verse, Paul says, for we are confident, yes, well, please, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Once again, it's a, a win-win situation. For to me to live is Christ. He's in prison. Death is facing him. He's reaching out to the church back there in verse 19, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. He had a hope that he would be delivered. Two years, about a couple of years from this letter, Paul would be beheaded by Nero of Rome. He's in Rome. He's under house arrest. This is a time of reflection, drawing nearer and nearer to the Lord. It's a time of reflection. How much time do we spend reflecting about life and death. We spend a lot of time about life. I got to do this, I got to do that, take vacation in this month and then another two weeks here. But how much time do we reflect upon death? About being absent from the body and present with the Lord. Paul says, for to me to live is Christ. If I keep on living, if somehow I'm delivered out of this prison, I'll learn more of Christ. I'll do more for Christ. I'll be able to serve more for Christ. Jesus said, he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. Paul had been through some things. Paul had did a lot of suffering. But this was not why he was looking at the aspect of going ahead and to be with Christ and to die. Because he said, and to die is gain. See, a lot of times in our instances in life, we can get down upon ourselves even get to the point of wanting to die because of failures, dashed hopes, 
dreams that have been destroyed or even sickness that may come upon us. There may be somebody here today that you have reached a point in your life that you just want to give up. You just want to go on and be with the Lord and throw in the towel. Somebody may have had some suicide ideations this week. And I just encourage you to tell Satan, get behind me, Satan. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. I'm encouraging you to live because I can sense that some of that has been going through somebody's mind. But Paul is talking about and to die is gain, that he would be with the Lord, his savior, his comforter. Jesus is there for all of us. And he says, but if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Once again, reflection. He's thinking. Am I going to die? Am I going to live? What's going to happen? But he realizes that if I continue to live the fruit, there will be fruit from my labor. Paul realizes that he is a branch connected to the true vine. And when we are connected to the true vine, which is Jesus Christ, we bring forth fruit. Yet what I shall choose, I cannot tell. Man, he was going through it back and forth, back and forth. Will it be life? Will it be death? He said, for I am hard pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Yeah, it's far better to be with Christ. But we are his servants here on earth. And he wants us to live because we all have a purpose in life. And that is to magnify the Lord in our bodies, in life, and in death. To see this journey through. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah, we just keep on marching in the army of the Lord. Nevertheless, Verse 24, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. Nevertheless, even though he sees and feels within himself, man, it would just be great to just go on and be with the Lord. But he says it's more needful. This is our coming up on our golden text. It is more needful for you 
for him to remain and being confident of this. See, now it's been revealed to him by the Lord. You should stay. Now begin to pray in your spirit to be delivered. But even though he would be beheaded about a couple of years later, within him, he became recommitted to the Lord. This was a time that Paul kind of had to reposition his cross on his back. Jesus told us in Luke 9 and 23, if you're going to follow him, you have to deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow him daily. For their progress, Paul was showing them how to deny oneself. He was denying himself and deciding within himself, I'm going to stay because it's needful for me to remain. Not only with the church at Philippi, but for all the other churches that I've established, I'm needed. Everybody in here today, you're needed by somebody. I talked about earlier, somebody maybe having suicidal ideations. You're needed. Somebody in your family, a friend, a coworker, you're needed to help someone along the way. But sometimes you got to reposition your cross. First, you have to deny yourself. So we see Paul denying himself. He's repositioning his cross. It takes focus, determination, a willingness to pick up your cross and follow him daily. Have all of us in here, have you picked up your cross? Are you picking it up daily? Denying yourself first and picking it up and walking with it step by step down the road of life. Keep in mind, did I say that Paul is in prison? He's under house arrest. I know that I shall remain there in verse 25 and being confident of this, I know. He didn't say, I think, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress. Everything that he's talking about here, everything that he talked about in all of his other writings and letters, it was for their progress. Everything that is preached here at the fellowship week in and week out is for your progress. The small groups is for your progress. Young people being led by Brian Early is for your progress. And look at what the Lord is doing with the young people here at the fellowship. He's raising up an army. Their numbers just keep growing. But what he's teaching you and Brother Jimbo and others is for your progress and joy 
of faith. Paul became recommitted because of the clarity of his purpose. It is now clear what his purpose is. And that is to magnify Christ in his body, whether by life or by death. And joy of faith. See, joy is different from being happy. Happy comes from outside stimuli. Joy comes from within. I'm talking about joy, unspeakable joy. Joy also comes with faith. Joy comes from faith and is a result of faith. From our faith and within our faith, there is a result of joy unspeakable joy. That's what Paul has right now in his letter. He's rejoicing and he's encouraging them to rejoice. He has joy. Do you have joy today? Unspeakable joy that when circumstances come against you and you just feel like you're him in by life, do you still have joy? Joy can't come from your friends or family. Joy comes from the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. It causes you to be able to carry on in times, in tough times of life. The joy of the Lord. See, the joy of the Lord, I'm a motherless child. My father died. Man, and others of you here are experiencing that in life as well. To be without your mother and father, your earthly mother and father, man, that is an experience that's it's a life learning lesson. It causes you to draw closer to the Lord. Because he's all things to hold men. He'll become your mother. He's a father to the fatherless. He's my daddy. He's my father. And we cry out, Abba, Father. Daddy, daddy. Last couple of weeks and I heard a gentleman do a devotion about Abba Father and I've just been crying out, daddy, daddy. I've been getting down about my parents no longer around and I just cried, daddy, daddy. Abba Father. That you're rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. Paul had in his sight that he would be released. He had a desire to be released. 
He was talking about a time of celebration that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant. But he didn't want it to be about him. More abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. I must decrease so he will increase. With Paul, it was always about decreasing. For their progress, for our progress in his writings, we have to learn to decrease so that the Lord will increase. As we get ready to close our message, I just want to go to 2 Corinthians just to look at this man called Paul. 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. Second Corinthians, the 11th chapter. And here in verse 23. Part of the way down in verse 23, I am more in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths Often from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. And in that recollection, I remember they stoned him, took him to the edge of the city and left him for dead. And what did Paul do? Got up, dusted himself off and went back through the same way. If somebody beat me and stoned me, and left me for dead, I'm just telling you, I will probably go the other way. <laughs> Paul is a great example for us of his love for God, to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And that's loving him with all his heart, soul, and mind. But we're also to love our neighbor as ourselves. Three times I was shipwrecked, a night and a day, I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. So as we get ready to close our message, we learn from what we'll see in our, our further study of Philippians. Paul says, I've learned that whatsoever state I'm in, I've learned to be content. Man, Paul was in, man, he was in a dire situation here in prison. But he learned to be content. The Lord would desire for all of us to learn. It takes time. He said, I've learned in whatsoever state I'm in, to be 
content. It takes time, but we are to keep progressing in our faith. Let us bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Dear Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for this message. And Lord, right now it just keeps coming to my mind about someone who has been thinking about suicide. Lord, just let them know right now, Lord, I just ask by the blood of Jesus that you touch their minds right now. Touch their hearts. Let them know that you're there for them. That you said you'll never leave them nor forsake them. Lord, just come into their heart right now. Give them a peace that passes all the understanding of man. Let them settle in in you. Let them abide in you and you abide in them. And now, dear Lord, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for everything that has transpired. Thank you for the young souls that have been baptized. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Lord, we give you honor, give you glory and praise. And Lord, as the praise team comes forward now, we're just going to continue to give you a, a sacrifice of praise. Because, Lord, you've been so good to each and every one of us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And as we leave here today, let us have a mindset to keep progressing in our walk of faith. I ask this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.